Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire episode 45. 45, everybody. That's what I'm talking about. All right. So my guest today, I'm stoked. I've been waiting to get this guy back. Uh, He's super passionate and I love that. Um, he's a prophetic voice and author, and he's the pastor of Ramp Church in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Welcome my guest today, Andrew Tao. Andrew Tao. Hello, hello. Thank you. Yeah. I'm honored to be with you again. Yeah, glad glad to have you back. I've it, it was it, it's a must, man. It was a must. So yes. um I, I was gonna ask you, uh how did you come up with the name Ramp Church? Was that something you inherited or was that something that was uh kind of created? Well, ramp, uh, the ramp ministry is based out of uh, Hamilton, Alabama, okay. and uh, I went there and worked for a year. And it's a uh, for a group of young people started with about thirty people, and then it became a Bible college and and just different diversity of ministries. So I moved to Chattanooga, and my wife and I started a church here. Uh, started in my grandmother's garage, and it started growing and. Uh, God started blessing, and then we came under their covering um, just to have that extra, you know, covering and for mm-hmm. uh, just the, I think there's a protection in covering. So that's how it yep. is. And the way we came up with the name was uh, the ramp or a ramp is a platform that takes you from one level to another. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of a, a divide between a revival and a camp. So it's a ramp. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's how that name came, that's came awesome. about. I love yeah. it. I love it. Well, Andrew, I want to get right into this. You have a prophetic word that the Lord gave you, I believe, on February 1st of this year, and it's it's really good. So I want to just give you the floor to just just take it away, man. Well, it actually came on December 28th. Okay. I remember because it's my, my wife's birthday, but like many people, I've been seeking the Lord. You know, God, what are you saying for 2022? What are you saying for this year? And to be honest with you, I wasn't hearing a whole lot. You know, I knew he was had something for this year, but I wasn't really hearing anything. And it was my wife's birthday and it was about one o'clock in the morning. I just laid down about to go. I mean, I was almost asleep and I heard his voice and he spoke to me and he said, Andrew, it's a do over year. Mm. And I thought, oh, that's that's nice, Lord. I was like, can you tell me more about it in the morning? (laughs) And uh, he spoke to me and he said, I want you to write this down because how many times does the Lord speak to us right before we go to sleep or oh, wakes man. us up out of our sleep and All speaks time. to us and, yeah. and we think, oh, that's so powerful. I won't forget it. And then the next day we're going, Holy Spirit, remind me of what was said. I can't remember <laughs> what was said. Yeah. Uh, so he said, I want you to get up. So I grabbed my phone and I began to, I, I said, the Lord says it's a do over year. And so I record it because I was too tired to write it down. So the next day I began praying into that and the next several days. And I said, Lord, what do you mean it's a do-over year? And he actually showed me a vision, Jeff. And I saw uh, like, a, like a pad, kind of like this, mm-hmm. and uh, a hand that was checking off the list, checking off lists of things. And I, I really didn't understand exactly what I was seeing, so I, I kept looking. And then all of a sudden, I saw flashing lights, uh, almost like emergency lights, like a, a, a building was, you know, uh, some kind of warning was going off and the Lord spoke to me and he said, that was the checklist of the enemy. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, in 2020, the enemy had a checklist and he was checking things off. He said, but in this do over year, 
what he was not able to accomplish in 2020, he is redoing uh, or trying to do over in this year what he did in 2020. He said the alarm going off was the prayers of the people of God. Come on. Mm. That's what prayer does. It stops the checklist of the enemy. Mm. See what happened in 2020. Mm. I believe there was a divine awakening. There was a reset in the body of Christ to where the people of God began to awaken. They began to pray. Come on. I know I began to pray like never before. I believe many of us began to pray, God, we need your intervention. Yes. I don't understand what's going on. I don't know why we're seeing this. I don't know why this is going on. But I do know that you are faithful, so I know that you hear the cry of your people. The word mm. says that when we call to you, you will answer. So many began to call on the name of Jesus. Mm. They began to call out to God. Mm. And let me tell you, your prayers did not go unanswered. He answered your prayers, and the enemy's plan was stopped. His plan was thwarted. But God says, oh, I feel the fire right mm -hmm. now on this. See, yeah. God says to you, the enemy is trying to redo in 2022 what he did in 2020. He is trying to complete his task. And see, the enemy is not a creator. He can't create anything. The only thing he can do is pervert what God is trying to do. Mm -hmm. So he perceives what God is trying to do, and then he tries to pervert it or pollute it to, to match his agenda. So if the enemy's trying to do a do-over, guess what? God's doing a do-over. That means restored years are coming back. That means yeah. missed opportunities are coming back. Mm -hmm. That means he's going to pour out his spirit like we have never seen before. And he said this year is going to be a year that we see a moving of the Holy Spirit like we have not seen before. I believe this with all of my heart, that there is a remnant. I know it because I've seen it in the spirit. There is a remnant that is hungry for a move of God, and they are crying out for God. And he says, I am going to answer you. But, but as I was praying into this, Jeff, I was praying more about this because I was saying, you know, Lord, what exactly is a do-over year? You know, I mean, I know in the natural what that means, but, <laughs> you know, what are you saying here? Right. And so I went to Webster's Dictionary, and I looked up the phrase do-over. And uh, I want to just share this with you. Those of you that are watching, I want to show this. I want to share this with you because this is going to be perfect. Now, I released this word in the Elijah List. Uh, it was published in February. Uh, so if not, you can go back and read this word because it was it was a, a word. But I want to share this with you. The, word, the phrase do-over, it means a new attempt or opportunity to do something after a previous attempt has been unsuccessful or unsatisfactory. Now, when I read that definition, God spoke to me, Jeff. He said, the enemy's plan and my plan are both found within that definition. And so I love to study words. I'm a word guy, so I, I love to study the dictionary. I, I don't study it like the Bible, but I like to to to. to uh, educate myself on words. So I went back and I looked at that definition. I said, what do you mean the enemy's plot and your plan are revealed in this definition? And so I went back and studied the, the definition. And this is what he spoke to me. He said, it's a new attempt. And he said, I want you to put in parentheses the word attempt. So I put in parentheses the word attempt. Or opportunity. He said, I want you to put in parentheses the word opportunity. 
So I'll put in parentheses the word opportunity. And he said, the attempt is what the enemy has planned for 2022. Mm. He said, opportunity is what I have planned for mm. 2022. Awesome. So, you know, being a, uh, studying the word and, and receiving this revelation from God, I looked up the word attempt. And the word attempt is what the enemy's doing. It means to tempt, to try to subdue, or to take by force. See, the mm. enemy's not a gentleman. He wants to take it by force. There, He's trying to tempt. He's trying to move in fear. Come on. We've seen a mm. plague of the spirit of fear oh, yeah. like never before. See, yeah. fear is not an emotion. It's not a, a feeling. It's a spirit. And it will overtake you if we allow it. I'm talking to you right now, listening to this. The enemy wants to overtake you with fear. That's mm. why we see people hiding under the covers. We see people so afraid to do anything because the spirit of fear is right. trying to rule in this hour. The spirit of fear is a liar. Mm. He is of nothing more of the enemy. And we've mm -hmm. got to take authority over the spirit of fear. We have power, love, and a sound mind. That sound right. mind means self-discipline. But let me get back to the plan of God. Come on. That's what the enemy's doing. We're exposing his timeline. We're exposing his plot. But let's get back to what God is doing, mm. what God is saying. Mm -hmm. He said, what I am doing in this year is an opportunity. I'm bringing the opportunity back around. It's a do-over. He said, an opportunity means a favorable juncture of circumstances. Come on, I've heard enough bad news. Uh, I, I've seen enough bad news. I've heard even Christians begin to declare, oh, you know, this is so bad. This is so, uh -huh. no, mm -hmm. I serve a good God. You That's serve right. a good God. And he says, I am giving favor in this hour. Mm -hmm. I am going to bring about a favorable juncture of circumstances. Let me tell you, God is bringing alignment to some things, some things that have been out of order. God is bringing back into alignment, mm -hmm. a favorable juncture of circumstances. Then he says, a good chance of advancement or progress mm. a good chance of advancement you say why is it a chance because we've got to come into a alignment with his will we've got to say god yes to your will yes to your will he says there's a good chance of advancement come on right now you need to prophesy that over yourself there is advancement coming to me there's advancement coming to the body of christ there is advance advancement of revival there is advancement of awakening there is advancement in the remnant of god oh mm. that makes me want to shout progress <laughs> come on Pro i get a little excited you progress should yeah is coming come on i believe that, that, that there has been such a delay. The enemy has used his best tactics. He's used political tactics. Mm -hmm. He's used the spirit of fear. He's used sickness. He's used infirmity. He's used uh, uh, false prophecies of, of news media. Uh, I call them false prophets because they prophesy falsely and, mm -hmm. and they speak these things and, and, and speak these broadcasts over the people of God and and what I don't understand is people of God, we've got to shut that down. We've got yeah. to quit listening to the enemy's reports and start getting back to the word of God. God's right. word is yes and amen. Not one on. word shall return unto God void. It will accomplish. I want to tell somebody today it will accomplish. You keep standing. You keep believing because God's word will not fail. It will accomplish whereunto it has been sent. I believe today God sent me on this broadcast because the 
God wants you to know the enemy has a plan for 2022. He has a plot. God has a plan. The enemy has a plot. But I'm telling you, the enemy is defeated. It's time for you to get your faith back. It's time for your uh, faith to begin to combat the spirit of fear. It's good. In fact, uh, I, I want to share with you just a couple of scriptures real quick. Uh, Hebrews 11, probably, probably one of my, it's, if not my favorite, one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. But I love how it reads in the Passion Translation. I just want to read to you a couple of verses. Yeah, Hebrews 11, 32, it says this. And what more could I say to convince you? For there is not enough time to tell you the faith of Gideon, Barak, Japheth, David, Samuel, and the prophets. Through faith's power, they conquered kingdoms and established true justice. Mm. Now, this is where you got to go. This is what you got to hear. Their faith fastened onto their promises and then pulled them into reality. Mm. I heard the Lord speak this to me one day and, and I was in prayer and he spoke to me and I picked up this Bible. I usually use my, my other Bible, but I, I picked up this Bible and I began to read. And he said, Andrew, in 2022, there is a remnant that he said the faith is going to fasten onto the promises that I've made. Come on, people of God. Mm. He has made promises to us. He has made promises to your life and, and, and to, to your school, to your church, to your family, to your ministry. You've got promises from God. He says it's time for your faith to fasten onto that promise and then pull it into reality. <laughs> See, I believe that this year we are going from the promise or the, the ministry of the thing to the manifestation of the promise. The mm. ministry of the promise is awesome. But he said, we're going past that, past the prophetic word being declared to the manifestation of the prophetic word being declared. We're mm. going to hold the promise. We're going to embrace the promise. In this do-over year, it can't be stopped by the enemy. God is saying what he is doing now, there's some people rising up that have uh, have taking on a mantle of prayer. It's the hour for the intercessors. Mm. They've taken on a mantle of prayer and they are praying God's plan into reality. And we are going to see it in schools. Come on. I, I, I read uh, just yesterday uh, of Fl Florida. Uh, uh, you know, I, I don't even, I, I can't even uh, talk about it, but wanting to teach or not Florida coming against wanting to teach children that are, kindergarten age about things that they should never uh, yeah. learn or hear about. And I was thinking, you know, I have a four-year-old and I have an 11 year old and I began to think they don't know anything about those things. And I don't, you know, thank God they're, they're in a private Christian school, but I was thinking, you know, these parents that, that have their kid and maybe that's you uh, that have your kids, we have to make a stand. And we have to begin to pray and let our faith fasten onto the promises of God. The word says for you and your house, you will serve the Lord. He said he would take care of your children. 
We're all the time talking about generational curses. It's time for some Holy Ghost feel men and women of God mm -hmm. to start saying if the world can put generational curses on children and we can deal with generational curses through sin and through actions, how much more can a Holy Ghost filled mm -hmm. man or woman of God begin to pass down generational blessing? Amen. And for those of you that That's don't good. have children, I'm saying it's time to draw the line in the sand and saying I'm breaking this curse over my life for me and my house, for my children, for the next generation. We're not going to see those curses rise up. Mm. He is saying this is a do over year and it's time to stop the counterfeit. It's mm. time to stop the enemy. And I believe. So believe this, that we are going to see such a major shift. Such a major shift in opinion, such a major shift in in, in, in where I, the direction, even that the church has been heading. Because, listen, it starts in the church. Judgment starts with the people of God. So mm -hmm. I believe that there is a shift going from playtime church to, to a moving of the Holy Spirit, where mm -hmm. the gifts of the Spirit make a comeback in the church and the warrior bride arises. To where we say enough's enough, enough's enough. We've we've set passively too long. Passivity is over, but it's time to take dominion because God has given us dominion. It's interesting that you say that about uh, us rising up in the spirit and in, in with the the gifts of the spirit, uh, seeing you know the the true church emerge. And I was actually reading a study yesterday that said that atheism is on a decline. And it doesn't necessarily, it means that people's spiritual sensitivity is rising. So people are looking to, to non, non God things, but it's interesting to see that there's this rise in spiritual. Um, and I know that I can even attest that my spiritual sensitivity has skyrocketed in the past couple of years. And I, I know a lot of other people who maybe weren't as, as spiritual are now that way. They just can't deny what God is doing. And so it's interesting to see that Satan is trying to do this. You're talking about a plot versus a plan, right? Mm -hmm. Satan's plot is to try and is trying to confuse people is to try and get them to become wayward, even more wayward away from the Lord. But I see it actually as a, it's almost like everything is rising to the top and it's easier to scoop it out, you know, yes, yes, yes. giant net. And because people sensitivity, they're more buoyant, they're floating and you just, whoo, you can scoop it right out. Um, like getting leaves off the top of a swimming pool, kind of like that. Um, yeah. so yeah, but there's something that you had mentioned in a video recently, and I really liked what it said. It said, align your mouth with the word of God. And you had yeah. touched a little bit on that just a second ago, but I wanted you to talk a little bit more about that. What do you mean by that in terms of grabbing a hold of these promises? Why do why is it important for us to align our mouths with the word of God? Well, you know, the Bible says our mouth will have the fruit of our lips and our tongue that that will have uh, life and death is in the power of the tongue. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I always wondered, you know, why does the Holy Spirit, you know, prayer language or the uh, the gifts of, of tongues. Why? Why does it? Why does he use the tongue? And the Bible says the tongue is the hardest member of the body to tame. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, 
you know, I, I began to think on it and I was thinking, you know, that's why God uses the tongue because our father used his tongue. When he said, let there be light, mm -hmm. there was light. His creative right. power was used through his mouth. And so now we're his children made in his image. So our mouth has creative power. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash donate and become a partner today. How many times do we speak our current circumstances or what it looks like. Uh, in fact, yesterday I was dealing with a situation within our church and I was talking with someone and I was explaining the situation and the Holy Spirit just checked me. I mean, sometimes he, he, he's just because I love it because he talks real to me and he's just like, Andrew, shut up. <laughs> now that might offend you because maybe he's the, the, the Holy Spirit, you know, of the first proper church but to me sometimes he's got to speak to me and say shut up yeah and so same. i was saying you know what holy spirit i'm just talking about you know what we're dealing with and i'm trying to explain that he said no you are speaking out the circumstances and he said quit giving life to it because your tongue has creative power mm -hmm. so every time you speak it out of your mouth you're prophesying life to this situation instead you start speaking life over you begin to uh, declare my report so so many times the enemy we we partner with the enemy without even knowing it we, mm -hmm. we begin to speak out of our mouths you know oh this this virus or that thing or this happening or my children are going astray or uh, you know my wife and i are having problems and i'm not talking about lying or or not you know uh coming into reality but i'm Speaking about when you begin to speak, you call your mother on the phone and you go over uh, 50 different things negative of what's happening or, or, you know, for instance, you know, as many know my testimony, but some do not. Uh, one day out of the blue, I was laying in bed with my wife early in the morning and I had a seizure, never had a seizure before in my life and had a seizure, was taken to the hospital, couldn't speak, couldn't speak clearly. And uh, the doctor said that I had seven mini strokes. And, uh, you know, I, I, it was just, it was crazy because mm -hmm. I'd never had any symptoms or problems or anything like that, mm -hmm. very healthy. And uh, the doctor had come in and, and told me, you know, uh, you may never be able to totally speak clearly again with some therapy and different things, you know, you can gain back most of your, your speech. But, you know, you may never speak totally normal or sing totally like you had before. Mm -hmm. And for me, for anybody that's devastating news, but for someone that's a, a speaker or a singer or a minister, that's just like, oh, my, you know, that's just beyond anything I right. can comprehend. Yeah. And so uh, I remember so well, I had my head wrapped with bandages because they were doing all these brain scans and brain tests and all this stuff. And one side of my face was like drooping and, and uh, it was just so devastating. My wife was very pregnant with our daughter about to give birth at any time. Mm. And so I was just, uh, you know, just really heavy. And so for, for two weeks, we began to fast and pray. And I went back to the doctor, make a long story short. We went back to, to my doctor, who's one of the top, uh, nor neurologist in a whole Southeast. 
And uh, he came back and he repeated to me, you know, you had seven mini strokes. Do you understand this? And uh, I said to him, uh, that's what you say, because the Holy Spirit said, mm. quit speaking. You'll never you might not ever speak again and you won't speak again. And what are you going to do? And you've got to mm. turn your church over to somebody and you're going to have to find something else to do with your life. Quit speaking all those things. And I know sometimes when fear hits us, the immediate response is we want to talk about it. We want someone to encourage us. But there's times right. that we got to go to the word and we got to start Amen. encouraging ourselves and we got to yeah. start decreeing and declaring. I begin to say I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. I am healed. Mm. God, you've made me a promise. You said my voice would go to nations. You said that I would touch a generation for the kingdom's sake. So, Lord, I thank you. And I just begin to pray. See, some of you right now, you may be going through the same thing mm. watching this broadcast. You need to open your mouth and start declaring the word of the Lord. You say, well, I'm struggling financially. You need to start saying, I'm blessed coming in and I'm blessed going yeah. out. I yeah. thank you, Lord, that you're Jehovah Jireh, the Lord that sees to and provides. Maybe you're dealing with uh, a situation with depression. Come on, I dealt with depression. You need to start saying, oh, I thank you that I have the mind of Christ. I thank you that my my emotions and my mind is lining up and I'm bringing it into cap every thought into the captivity to the obedience of Christ. See what we speak out of our mouth is what we will have. It yeah. will manifest. So if you start speaking, you're depressed, you're going to be depressed. If you start speaking, you know, I had, I have seven mini strokes. I'm never going to speak clearly again. Well, then that's what you'll have. And he looked, the doctor looked at me. I'm wrapping this story up, but he looked at oh, me. Oh, that's good, man. He looked at me with kind of pity, like he felt sorry for me. Oh, oh like they're this, there. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Like this poor guy doesn't understand what I'm telling him. Yeah. And so he said, uh, uh, well, Mr. Tell, he said, let me, let me take you back and, and I'll show you your MRI. And I'll show you exactly where you had the strokes in your brain. And I can remember this, Jeff, like it was yesterday because uh, it, it was just so powerful. But uh, my wife was sitting in one chair and he was sitting in the other and he pulls it up on the computer and I'm standing behind them. And I have my arms crossed and I'm I'm praying in the Holy Ghost. Now, I'm not I'm loud. I'm normally loud, but I wasn't praying in the Holy Ghost loud. I was just, oh, Rabbi, shake it. Mm -hmm. you know, praying in the Holy Ghost. And he pulls up the brain scan, uh, my MRI. And he pulls up the film and he looks at it. And just like this, he goes, now, wait a minute. <laughs> and I knew I had my breakthrough right then. <laughs> See, for two weeks, all I was doing was walking in faith. My faith had gripped the promise of God like that scripture. And I'm pulling it into reality. Mm -hmm. And when you're pulling it into reality, it's not always easy. Sometimes the enemy, right. most of the time, the enemy's fighting you with all his might. So you'll forfeit the promise. So you'll give up because he can't steal, can't kill. He can't destroy. The only thing he can do is overwhelm us to where we forfeit, mm -hmm. to where we say, oh, I can't, I can't do it. It's too hard. Yeah. And, and see, uh, that's what the enemy did for those two weeks. And even after that, it was still a recovering process. He said, I need to consult with the, some other neurologists, can you come back in an hour? Mm. My wife and I, we went down to Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A has anointed chicken. Oh, amen, we, brother. We, <laughs> she was pregnant and I was happy. So we, we had some, some, some good chicken that some day. Holy but, ghost chicken sandwich. Yes. Right there, yes. Yeah. And so 
we were eating the chicken and we go back to his office and I'll never forget it because his whole countenance had changed. And he said, well, I, I don't know how to explain this. He said, but your MRI different from the one that I saw in the hospital. And this shows that you never had a mini stroke. Now you got to get this because it's not a new MRI that I had that showed I never had a mini stroke. God changed my MRI. And before you say, oh, it was probably a mistake, those mistakes do not happen. Right. These are experts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this does not happen. I'm yeah. telling you, I know that God went in and changed my MRI because yeah. I know that I had the, the, all of the symptoms of a stroke. I couldn't speak clearly. I, 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 I'm telling you. Your face, right? Yes. Yeah. My, my face was, was, uh, uh, it wasn't paralyzed, but it was like drooping on one side. Yeah. I had all of the symptoms of having what they said I wow. had. Yeah. However, I know God's word is faithful. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you're believing for, but I believe there's some miracles going to be released on this broadcast right. today. That's I don't right. know what you've been going through watching this broadcast, but I believe the same God who touched me is the same God who will touch you. I know what the enemy's tried to say over your life, but he's a liar. He is nothing but lies. The word is true. Every promise is yes and amen in Christ mm -hmm. Jesus. So yeah. what I mean by aligning your words is your words bring life to your situation. So instead of using words to speak the report of the enemy, we've got to start using our mouth to prophesy the word and the promises of God. Because we will have what we speak. In fact, an example of this, Jeff, is I was reading it last night in my devotions, is when David, when David went and saw Goliath mocking his God, he began to say, oh, I will have his head. <laughs> Just as I did before the lion and the bear, I will bring down this giant. He began to prophesy his victory. It looked impossible. For some of you today, it may look impossible. It may look ridiculous. I believe in this year and this hour, God wants to do some ridiculous miracles. That's right. He wants to yeah. do some extravagant miracles. Yeah. He wants to do some things of the impossible just to show he is God. So what I mean and what I believe, the whole, what I know the Holy Spirit is saying, it's time for you to align your mouth with the word of God. You say, well, I'm not a prophet. No, but you have the gift of prophecy. You can prophesy into your future. You you're made in your father's image. And when he said, let there be light, guess what? There was light. Mm -hmm. So you can use your mouth. Now, listen, before, before you get too excited, I want to I tell you this. Don't start prophesying things that aren't the will and purpose of God, because that moves you over into witchcraft. Mm. Yeah. So how, how do we know that? How do we, let, let, let's talk about that for a little bit. There we go. This so, word, yeah. this word, if it goes against the word, I had uh, one lady come to me, uh, Jeff, one time after a service, I was, I was talking about uh, uh, words and the power of words. Um, and she comes to me afterwards and she says, well, you know, it was in my church and she said, uh, so-and-so I've been praying and I've been declaring that he is my husband and I'm calling him forth. Number one, people have free will. But number two, 
I told her, I said, <laughs> listen, uh, you, you can speak to your husband. You can start calling your husband forward, but don't put a name on it because you don't know if that's God's will. Uh, I said, but the problem that's not God's will is he's already married to so-and-so. Mm. And I said, so what you're praying is prayers of witchcraft because mm. you're praying something that goes against the word of God. And let me tell you, if anybody's prophesying something that goes against the word of God, that's witchcraft. Mm. And it's it's a fine line that you can step over. But the way that we can judge prophecy is if it lines up to the word of God, because God will not contradict himself. Right. He, he will speak a word and it will line up to the mm. word of God. So like in my we have a prophetic team at our church. And so when I'm doing an impartation or I'm doing a prophetic teaching to our team, the number one thing I say is give me scripture on that mm. or, or show me in the word of God where, where that takes place. Because if it doesn't, you can step outside uh, of the will of God. And, you know, I, I speak a lot and I write a lot about for the Elijah list and different things mm. about uh, encounters that I have with the Lord or visions or, or things that I hear him speaking to me. And the number one thing, the enemy can give you experiences, too. So that's why you've got to train yourself to be able to decipher, is this God or is this the enemy? Mm -hmm. We can't base everything on an experience. We've got to back it up by the word of God so that we know it is truly God. Yeah. Well, the thing I love, Andrew, about your life, the Lord has modeled everything you're talking about right here. He's modeled that in your own life. A lot of people who, um, you know, have had on this show who, are uh, you know t- talking about a specific topic? God has written that across their life. You know, right. if it's a a message of of hope and joy, those are the things that they've been attacked in the most, and they have evidence to see the ways that God has written this this message across their lives of hope and joy. And you know, even just your story, like you shared last last time about overcoming fear and anxiety. Uh, crippling fear and anxiety, like your life models that. So even speaking scripture out, grabbing a hold of the promises of God, framing your mind by the way that you speak, holding on to those things, you're you live it. Like that's the thing, you guys. Is like Andrew lives this. It's it's not just oh, this is fun, this feels good. We'll just talk about this, and that's the thing that I love about about you. So like. In those in those two weeks, was there ever a moment where you felt the enemy trying to come in with with dread and despair of like, nope, you're going to be stuck like this. You're in delusion. You're delusional. You're going to be stuck stuck like this. Were there were there ever moments where you felt the enemy kind of closing in? And if so, what did you do to combat that? Absolutely. Uh, you know, the the enemy is a master manipulator, mm-hmm. and um. And he doesn't want us to stand on the promises of God. Right. <laughs> uh, th- that's why we can we can describe this as a war because it, it, it is a battle. Everything about the enemy is trying to push you out of your authority. He's trying to push you out of your position. He's trying to push you out of having dominion over. He can't stand it that we believers, sons and daughters of God, that we have authority over him. So everything he does is try to push us out of authority. He doesn't want us walking in the authority. But the good news is that we can bind him up, that we have authority over him, and that we can take uh, 
uh, our words, our prayers, and begin to bind them up. For instance, with me, yes, in that, those two weeks, in between being released from the hospital and uh, you know going back to my follow-up appointment, man, the enemy really attacked. I mean, those thoughts of your your first child. My wife and I went through several uh, miscarriages, uh, losing babies, till we finally she was able to to carry this baby to term, mm-hmm. and uh, so immediately those thoughts of what are you going to do now? Your first baby's coming. Now you can't speak clearly. Uh, you know, uh, you, you're not going to be able to preach. You need to give over your church to somebody else. That's all you've ever done. That's what you went to school for. So now what are you going to do? You know, how are you going to earn a living? All of these different things. You know, the enemy bombards those thoughts. And, and uh, with me, you know, I spoke about it last time about the depression, how the enemy trapped me in three years of depression. Mm-hmm. So immediately that same spirit tried to come back Mm. and tried to uh uh, you know this is hopeless just just pull the covers over your head you don't want to get up you don't want to let in the light you know because that's Uh the enemy doesn't like light so he likes darkness so he you know just 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 go back you know there's comfort there there's and and so the enemy tries to draw us back to, to old things but one thing I've learned is that once you've conquered something, then you have a measure of authority mm-hmm. over something. And if you can recognize that that same pattern is being released in your life, then you've give, been given authority. Like what you were saying, and I thank you for saying that about mm-hmm. uh, that I've lived it because you're granted a measure. When you conquer mm-hmm. something, the word says that we are more than conquerors through right. Christ Jesus. Right. We are overcomers by the yeah. blood of the Lamb. So we're more than conquerors. So he doesn't want us just to conquer so we have victory, but he wants us to release victory to others Mm. to be more than a conqueror. See, Mm -hmm. it's one thing to conquer depression, but now God has given me the opportunity to stand on platforms and platforms even like this around the world Uh to release my story, to make the enemy Uh wish he'd have never done that to me. (laughs) Come on, that's my goal. That's That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's I think that's one reason why I asked that question was because I think I remember being, you know, younger in the Lord and um you know, I would hear things like, well you need to just speak against that. And then I'm like, okay, yeah, and like this person comes on, they're really fired up and I'm like, I'm fired up now too and I'm going to speak against this. And then the second I started doing that, the enemy immediately came and attacked me, counterattacked. And oh, I was yeah. like, he will "Whoa, but back. like, yeah, I'm not supposed to I'm I I'm just supposed to speak this out and then it goes away. And it's, and I know I've had a lot of conversations with young people that felt the same way. And that's why I think it's so important is like, no, push through it. You're going to have resistance and, and you're going to have the enemy coming in telling you, you're an idiot. You're delusional to accept this fate. And, and, Oh man, I just love, I love that story. You'll send messengers to you as well to tell you you're an idiot and, and to quit believing he will send those that will say, oh, he's, God's not going, you know, uh, that doctor was like having sympathy on me. So he'll send people to tell you, oh, that's not going to happen. But when the enemy push back, pushes back, because he always will, mm-hmm. you've got to push back harder. Mm-hmm. And, and you can't give up. So sometimes I think, uh, you know, especially in this present generation, because we really live in a TikTok world that it's mm-hmm. like, you know, if we don't like it, we just scan right. the next thing. And, uh-huh. and it's like if it's not in 30 seconds, then we're, we're scanning yep. to the next thing. Yes. And so we're like that sometimes in prayer. 
And uh, we've got to develop a, a, a stamina. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. Now, back to the show. I was on the treadmill, and I run eight miles a day. Man, so, you're a beast. Yeah, I, I run eight <laughs> miles a day. And so, but someone was asking me, you know, uh, I lost like 100 pounds. So they're asking me, how do you keep it off? And I said, well, I, I run about eight miles a day. And they were saying, how do you do that? Because like after a half a mile, I'm out of breath. I said, well, I didn't do it all at once. Right. I said, you know, I built my stamina up and I began to, to build up my endurance. And so for those that maybe are just starting, like you were talking about being a new believer or being mm. new to this, and you're saying, okay, I'm fired up. I'm ready to start speaking the word of God and declaring the word of God and coming using my mouth against the enemy and the enemy pushes back. The, God is building up a, a, a uh, an endurance in you. So don't stop. You keep on pressing, even when you see no change, or maybe it gets worse because mm-hmm. sometimes it gets worse yeah. <laughs> before, before you see the breakthrough. Yep. But the yeah. Bible says in Galatians, he says, don't grow weary and well-doing. Don't mm-hmm. grow weary and do, well-doing for in due season, you will reap if you faint not. So right. the temptation to faint, the temptation to give up or lose heart, comes right before the season of reaping right Mm. at the edge of breakthrough is going to be an overwhelming desire to stop. You know, when my wife was having our baby, uh, Gabriel, our second baby, we have two, the doctor said none, but we have two, uh, uh, right before she was pushing, pushing and having him out. He was a big baby. She told me, she's like, I'm tired. I can't, I can't do this anymore. Uh, I, I mean, she had, uh, had a trouble being pregnant and she was like I, I just can't so if i die i die i mean it was really at that point i'm wow. like quit saying that yeah <laughs> but i've taught you the power of the word yeah but she was like you know there comes a point where you're just exhausted and see some oh, yeah, sometimes the enemy some of you may be there right now you're just so tired you're like okay whatever i i can't I can't stand anymore, Andrew. I, I'm, I've been standing. I've been believing. I, I've tried quoting scriptures. I've taped them to my mirror. I, I went and listened to the message. I, I've read every Elijah's word. Mm-hmm. I, I've tried to stir myself, but but I feel like giving up. Well, get, good news for that is you're probably right at the edge mm-hmm. of stepping in to the That's season good. of reaping because the, the temptation to faint comes right before God releases that season of reaping. So mm-hmm. hold on. Having done all, keep on standing. Keep on standing. I want to tell you today, keep on standing. You know, David felt like giving up when he came to Ziglag and everything was burned. His wife and his children were stolen. But the Bible says that he encouraged himself in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Because when you don't have someone there patting you on the back and, and saying, no, you're coming through this, no. Now, we're in a generation where we can turn on Elijah Fire or we can turn on uh, a preaching uh, you know, podcast or whatever mm-hmm. and get encouragement. But sometimes there's nothing more powerful than you walking the floor and saying, God, I thank you. I thank you. Shall I pursue after this? Are you going to give me victory in this area? And if you are, I want to know. And, and when he speaks a word to you, then you keep on standing. David encouraged himself in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And you know, 
I envision this, Jeff, the way he encouraged, uh, it's one of my favorite stories, how he encouraged himself in the Lord. I think, in my imagination, this is what David did. He began to say, God, you brought me through. I remember when I killed the lion. I remember when I killed the bear. I remember when I brought down Goliath. You used me with a slingshot, something so silly, something Mm -hmm. foolish looking. You took foolish things and you confounded the wise and you brought down Goliath. God, I thank you. You're the same God. You didn't bring me out to hide me in caves, to uh, survive Saul's 21 different attempts on my life trying to kill me. You didn't bring me so far to abandon me, to leave me in a burnt up city in ashes. But I thank you that you're taking the ashes and you're making something beautiful. I believe he began to encourage himself Mm -hmm. like that. And once you begin to speak about it and you begin to remember and remind yourself, Oh, that car accident should have killed me. Oh, but God, you kept me. Oh, I thank you. Those strokes should have taken me out. But God, you came through for me. So every battle that I face, I say, I remember what you've delivered me from. I remember when I was going to take my own life and you spared me. I remember those, those seven mini strokes and you gave me my speech back. You gave me my voice back. And now God, not only did you give me it back, but you gave me it back with more anointing, more fire, Mm. more clarity, more authority. And I thank you, God, the same God who did it then is the same God who's going to do it right. now so yeah. I'm encouraging myself so right now you've got history with God mm-hmm. come on I, I don't care how old you are my my daughter has history with God yeah she's 10 years old she's got history with God she's seen God do mighty things you've got history with God the fact that you're watching this broadcast tells me that you've got history with God so begin to remind yourself of so what good. God's done and if not God's creating history for you right now. He is creating a pattern of his faithfulness so you will see the faithfulness of God. Begin to encourage yourself in the Lord. Stir yourself. Begin to stir yourself by faith. And I know, let me tell you, I know what it's like to face overwhelming discouragement. I know what it's like to face overwhelming circumstances to make you feel like, uh, that you just want to just, it's too hard. Yeah. It's, it's too hard. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I know what that's like, but I also know what it's like to look at those circumstances and say, God, how are you going to move? Because I know that doesn't line up to what you told me. So I, I don't know how you're going to do it, but I just know you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And one, one more scripture I want to share yeah. is, is, is probably one of my favorite scriptures. Jeff, and it goes right along with this. And I stand on it quite often because it says, through faith, Sarah conceived and bare a child when she was past age. See, in my Bible, I have that triple underlined. I have it starred. I have it highlighted because God wants you to know, even when you have promises that look past due, it looks like it's impossible to come to pass. The word says her secret was that she judged him faithful who promised it. Mm. It's not about the size of the promise. It's about the size of the promiser. It's about who promised it. It's not about how are you going to work this out? How are you going to do it? It's not any of that. It's about judging the God who promised it faithful. 
Mm. And I believe today on this broadcast, miracles are being Come released. On. I believe faith is being stirred. I believe past due promises are, are being birthed today in Jesus' mm. name. Yes, Lord. Oh, that's so good. So we actually have a little bit more time. Yet another point in here that actually kind of goes along, if I'm understanding it correctly, goes along with what you're talking about right now. It's about access granted. Yes. Do you have time to talk about that? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'll just I'll just say it real real quickly. Yeah. Um, I, I'm writing about it right now, and I've been I did a series at my church starting at first of the year, uh, based on this. I saw uh, I had a vision of an in, individual that was going up before this huge door, and, and it was just it was massive. And they were going up, and I saw them walking up to the door, and I saw. Uh, their their body. I mean, something you would see like in a Mission Impossible movie or something like that. Yeah. Their their body and their retinas, all this being scanned, you know, to give them access. And as I was looking at this door and this individual, big bright letters flashed up, and it said "access denied." And in my mind, I didn't hear this, but in my mind, I can hear that buzzer going eh, "access denied." Eh. I didn't hear that. Let me just say that. But I saw the big bold letters written across the door, access denied. And, and I saw the person leave and then they came back and go th they go through it again. And the same thing happened. And by this time, Jeff, I'm wanting to see what's behind that door. I'm like, come on people. I want to see what's behind that door. There's something, there's something strategic behind that door. Yeah. Uh, but they're again, rejected. And so for a third time, I see them come back and I'm like, okay, here we go. And so they come back to the door. I see the scan, all of that happened. But this time, instead of access denied, bright green letters flashed up and it said access granted. Mm -hmm. And then the door began to open. And the Lord spoke to me and he said, there have been many that have been uh, tried to walk in the promises of God that have gone and tried to see uh, a door that has been closed or sealed off to them or locked off to them that in this hour access is being granted and, and when i thought about this more you know red is an international light a red light is an international symbol for stop and, and green mostly is an international symbol for go and he's saying in this hour we're going to see a lot of going forward a lot mm -hmm. of forward motion I said it before in that do over there's an advancement that's coming mm -hmm. there's a moving forward there's a progress to the promises of God. So if you've been on delay and you felt like doors have been shut off, it's time to pick back up your promise. It's mm -hmm. time to pick back up that prophetic word. It's time to pick back up the scriptures that you've been uh, claiming and the dream that God put in your heart. Because sometimes we can give up dreams because of disappointment. Oh. It hurts too much to hope for it again. Mm -hmm. It's it, it didn't work out, so it must not be. So I'll just learn to survive without it. No. God is an Ephesians 3.20 God that does exceedingly abundantly above all that you're able to ask or even think. So I know in this year, it's time to pick back up some dreams, to pick back up some words, to pick back up some visions that maybe you put on the shelf or maybe you gave up on it because it hurt too much. Mm -hmm. So God is giving you faith again because there is access in this hour where the doors are going to open. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, that's such a good word. Such a good word. So, Andrew, I want to give you an opportunity to just um, minister to the people 
Um, yes. You know, we get a lot of testimonies from people uh, either healed. Uh, just last episode, with uh, we had somebody who got uh, had um, hypertension or something like that, and they got completely healed. Uh, so, um, yeah, I mean, God's doing some amazing things. So I want to give you an opportunity to just pray for the people. I know they're hungry for, yes, for more. So go for it. Well, you know, uh, last week I had, uh, I have a broadcast and last week I had two people, uh, a husband, and a wife that had been diagnosed with a, uh, COVID pneumonia and, uh, the Lord gave me a word of knowledge and and it was his word so i'm not giving glory to myself by any means but yeah. the lord released a word of knowledge and they went back to the doctor the next day because they felt in their body they were healed mm -hmm. went back the next day to the doctor and, and to uh, to have another test and all traces of covid pneumonia were mm -hmm. gone Come on. and they were completely healed so i say that to say this god is still a miracle worker mm -hmm. he is still a god that parts Red Seas. And even earlier on in this broadcast, I made a statement and it kind of passed by, uh, but he just brought it back to me that I believe miracles are going to break out on this broadcast today. Mm -hmm. I believe God set up a divine appointment for you because the time clock in the spirit is saying it's your time. I don't know exactly what you're dealing with. I know there are many uh, I just keep hearing the Lord saying that there is a healing anointing that's being released on this broadcast. There is a healing anointing being released on this broadcast. So if you'll begin to lay hands, see, there's nothing special about an individual. There's nothing. Uh, one service, I had the Holy Spirit speak to me and I was doing a prayer line for healing and I was going through and I was about to lay hands on people. And God spoke to me and he said, Andrew, I don't want you to touch them. I'm going to touch them. Mm. He said, I'm going to lay hands on them because I don't want anyone to get the glory for it but me. And so I, I, I was obedient and the Holy Spirit began to heal people. So mm. there is no barrier. It, yes, there is a transfer of anointing. There is an impartation through laying on of hands. But the Holy Spirit knows no barriers. So right now you can lay hands on yourself and mm -hmm. you can begin to declare, I partner with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And right now I believe that there is healing being released. Whatever uh, uh, ailment that you've had, whatever you've been dealing with, I want you to begin to lay your hands on that part of your body because I believe there's a healing virtue that is flowing through this broadcast. He is flowing through the airways. Right now, I decree in the name of Jesus, I say sick bodies, you must line up mm -hmm. to the word of God because the Bible says that by his stripes, you are healed. You are healed by his stripes. Jesus paid the price for the healing of your body. So lay hands on your body right now and you command your body to come into alignment with the word of God. You say, body, come into alignment. If it's your shoulder, you begin to say, shoulder, come into alignment with the word of God. For me, it was my speech. It was it was my brain that it had seven many strokes. I began to say, come into alignment with the word of God. I began to tape script, healing scriptures on my mirror. I began to tape them in my car. I began to tape them in different areas of my house so I would see the word. Because I'm a visual person. I needed to see it as a reminder. You may need to do that as a reminder. Put it before your eyes to where all you look at is the word.
where all you see is what God promised you because he promised you healing. He was wounded for your transgressions. He was bruised for your iniquity. He was, Jesus paid the price for your healing. So right now, all you have to do, healing is a gift. All you have to do is say, Lord, I receive my healing. Right now, I receive it. Man, let it manifest in my life. I believe we have entered a season of manifestation where long-awaited, past-due promises are coming forth suddenly in Jesus' name. Let it take place suddenly. I take authority over depression. I command all heaviness to go, every weight that the enemy would put over you to make you start doubting every pushback of the enemy. I say strength be released in you. I say a supernatural strength to begin to push back the enemy. I say, Lord, dispatch warring angels on assignment even now that pushes back the enemy, that pushes back demonic spirits and principalities and powers and rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. I thank you that you have made the church the legislative body, that we can legislate your kingdom to earth. We are unlockers and we unlock the plan and the will and the purpose of God to earth. We unlock your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So right now, I speak to every circumstance, every situation that you've been dealing with. God knows exactly what you've been dealing with. He has seen every tear that you have cried. But I'm telling you today, I prophesy to you right now, the next tears that you cry are going to be tears of joy. They're going to be tears, sorrow, I hear the Lord saying right now, sorrow is breaking. Mm. Weeping endures for a night, but joy comes in the morning. You're going from a place of mourning and a place of sorrow to a place of mourning, to a new day. It's a new day. It's a day of rejoicing. I believe you're going to see sudden turnaround right now. Jeff, I believe we're going to see testimonies. We're going to hear testimonies of Mm -hmm. what God has done right now in this moment. I believe the hand of God is reaching, reaching down to to wherever you are. I believe he's touching you in homes and he's Mm -hmm. touching your body right now. Miracles, miracles, miracles. The Lord spoke to me and he said, March is going to be a month of miracles multiplication and manifestation amen and i truly believe that is for you right now in jesus name amen amen Amen. man yeah i felt that yeah i felt man it's i still feel it um so andrew thank you so much man um thank you it's it's uh your blessing to the body of christ and what the lord is doing through your ministry so Thank you so much. It's an honor to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm always blessed when I when I get to uh, come be with you or anything with Elijah List. There's yeah. just a special anointing on this ministry. So mm-hmm. I, I'm so thankful for it. Yeah. yeah. Well, how can people follow you? Well, we're on Facebook and Instagram and um, all of social media just about. You can go to andrewtow.org. And uh, find more about the ministry. We we're going to be ministering a lot more out this year. 
We have a church in Chattanooga, Tennessee called Rant Church Chattanooga. But we're going to uh, at least once a month be getting out and ministering different conferences and churches. So, And I'm writing right now a new book. I just finished a new book. So hopefully wow. it will be released soon. I don't know yeah. how soon, but uh, yeah. kind of what we talked about today a little bit. So oh, man. excited That's about that. Great. That's great. I know people will be excited to read that for sure. So you also have a, a podcast, Triple th- yes. Triple Threat Anointing Podcast. Is that what it's called? No, it's called Dynamic Fire. And Definitely it's on, not the uh, same. <laughs> <laughs> Dynamic you have a book Fire. called Triple Threat Anointing. I have a book called The Triple yeah. Threat Anointing. Uh, <laughs> and then I have a podcast called Dynamic Fire. It's on the Destiny Image Podcast Network awesome. on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to your podcasts from. So. Uh, yeah, we do that. And then you also have Friday Fire. What is Friday Fire, Andrew? Friday Fire is, it just started out with me going live on Facebook and just beginning to prophesy or pray or however the Holy Spirit moves. And so we do that uh, every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So uh, I go live and just begin to release the word of God and he just moves kind of mm. similar to what he did tonight just yeah. moves and we just flow i i might preach i may prophesy i may pray i don't know whatever the holy spirit has in store for that yeah. day that's awesome so it's just on facebook or do you facebook and youtube and youtube it's okay. both on both all right friday fire 2 p.m eastern time everybody and obviously it's there just in case you can't make it at 2 p.m eastern time uh so We'll put a link to those in the description as well, everybody. So you can go and you can subscribe to Andrew's YouTube channel. Uh, He's got tons of great content on there. Um, He's always adding new stuff. Um, And it's a a lot of the same of this. It's, you know, it's just, you do what you do. And I love it. So um, hearing people, hearing testimonies builds their faith too. Yes. And, And so I want you guys to encourage one another as well. Build each other up. If people are asking for prayer, rally around them and pray for them don't just wait for andrew or myself to see those prayer requests because we probably won't there's just a lot of people commenting so um be blessed everybody and so we'll see you guys tomorrow bye-bye this has been elijah fire thanks for listening for more episodes like this you can check out the elijah fire podcast on elijahfire.com on apple spotify or wherever you get your podcasts You can watch us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description for more info on how you can donate today.